You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. I'm back. I'm Jordy. This is the Horny Housewife. Hello to the new people. I feel like there's a lot more listeners just in the last two episodes. So hello and welcome. If you follow me on social media, you know this episode is going to be about marriage do's and don'ts per se and things which I was going to have my husband come on here, but I am definitely not going to have my husband come on here because as I was scrolling my points of things I wanted to talk about, I'm like, he can't hear this. He can't hear this because I am trying to help you ladies out and some of these things are kind of fucking weird so and also I know I sound slightly ridiculous because I've been with my husband six years we've only been married for almost three and so I don't know shit right because a lot of people have been married a lot longer than me all I'm doing is coming to you with what has gotten me fucking here and here. I don't know where the fuck I am, but I'm fucking here and I'm fucking still married. So I'm giving you the pointers of how we're here and alive and still want to fuck each other and still, you know, he's like, I don't play games, fuck games. And I'm like, I play games because sometimes you need a little, a little spicy spice. And I'm not saying like super games. Okay. I have a fucking child. Like once, once you have children, the games can only go so far, you know, but be aware that you can still definitely play them, uh, to keep the man guessing, confused, something that he needs to figure out. If I sound cynical, it's probably because I am, most likely. But, you know, um, with every relationship, with any person, with anything, I believe you get what you give in a lot of circumstances, especially in relationships. If you don't feed it, if you don't water it, and if you don't plant it in the right place, in some good-ass soil, it's gonna fucking die. Okay. So you need to, I don't know if you need to bring it back to life, if it needs water, or it needs sun, you know, you have to get to the root of what does it need. So ladies, I don't care if he's a nerd, if he is super macho man, blue collar, white collar, even if he is a fucking bitch, all men need to feel manly in one way or the other. I get the nerd doesn't go pump iron or whatever, but 
men need respect. They meet need, desire, want, thrive. Being respected, that's something they want from their wife. It's beyond that. They need it. Just like we need to be heard or felt understood or loved. Love. We want to feel the love. They need to feel respected. And I know for both people, they can starve each other of both because they don't feel like they're getting one. So this person, he doesn't feel respected, so he doesn't want to show her love. She doesn't want to show him love because she doesn't feel loved, so she doesn't think he's worthy of respect if any of that just made sense. So all that in a nutshell was stroke his fucking ego, okay? Stroke it sometimes, flirt with him. And after you get married, like, don't be like comfortable, like got the ring and now I can just eat everything and not give a fuck what I look like. And I'm not attacking you ladies. I'm not attacking you. I'm just slightly calling it out that I see two things a lot from women that it's kind of like a, hmm, like, well, you know, tisk tisk too on your part. So you can't blame it all on him. Is the two things are one, women completing completely letting go of taking care of themselves after they have children. And you really can make time for something that's important to you. And this may sound harsh, but people care about people who care about themselves. And maybe that um, ear triggered you, but I do think that it feels good for, for me. That's something self-care for me. And it also shows my husband that I care about how he perceives me, not just on the inside, but that I want to keep that spark attraction alive. Like I care about that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. In fact, I think it, it needs to be encouraged more. And I get it. We're fucking tired and there's lots of fucking things, but just like finding a routine of being your best self, like find a quick, if a low pony looks badass on you because it takes fucking two minutes to slick back a low pony and put on some tinted moisturizer and mascara and lip gloss on, like just like care, like select an outfit that's a matching set, something that just shows you're putting a little more effort into appearing together. And that will, that will be a turn on to your man. I could almost promise you. If not, at least confused. If you haven't been doing this and you started doing this, he's going to be like, what the fuck's going on? So maybe you could use this to your advantage. The second thing that really grinds my gears that I think is super fucking horrible is using sex as a weapon. It, I, it's fucked up. Truly, I think it is. I think when people, like, it shouldn't be used as a weapon. Like, get smarter than that, ladies. If you think that's smart, you could actually reverse psychology that shit and use it to your advantage. Use it as a smothering of your love and that you're available to them that when they want it, you are going to give it to them good. You're not just going to be a whole, all the, you know, you're just, you're going to, you love to fuck your man and he knows that his girl loves to fuck him. And that makes a guy feel good. Don't be a snooty bitch. I mean, just, I hate calling 
it like that, but that is what it is. And it's okay. You just got to say, my bad, I should stop doing that. That's probably not healthy because I promise you that's how you're going to end up with them talking shit about you or them with another girl because they don't feel like you want them or you don't give a fuck about having sex. You don't give a fuck about meeting his needs. So he's going to go find someone that would love to. Some might disagree, and I'm not saying that that's that's always what's going to happen. Like, you don't do it, then someone else is going to. Maybe not right away, but, I mean, I think statistically, we can go gather a bunch of fucking people, 200 couples, and you will see that the women that starve their husbands of sex, uh, they get cheated on. So, you know, just like guys with girls like sometimes you're not going to be in the mood but you can make a choice like a choice in love a choice coming from love and give that an opportunity i'm not saying have non-consensual sex definitely not we are not for that but when you're married and you want to be married and you're in a safe harmonious marriage and you are choosing to withhold sex either for something when really you could be using sex to get that thing okay like the best time to get something is after you have sex pillow talk that's the best time to get a yes and and then they really can't say much because you've been doing your job you're earning your keep here that one was for all my stay-at-home mamas don't fucking at me i am a stay-at-home mom so i can say that okay that was probably controversial but this could be even more controversial Do you poop and fart in front of your husband? And I've asked plenty of my girlfriends, plenty. Like I know how the dating stage goes. And before I go into that, let me just tell you that I have heard now from two podcasts and on Instagram, this trick, this thing that I've heard going around where If you need to fart, like in the beginning parts of the relationship, you're not going in the bathroom and ripping ass. Like I, we, ladies, we all know. Okay. And guys are like, what the fuck? Um, there's this trick where you can now, if you need to fart when you're peeing, you can put a little, a wad of some toilet paper and put it on your bum hole and push the fart out and it will be silent. Okay, so I hear this and I'm like, oh, wow, that's awesome, great, because, yes, maybe you guessed it, maybe you fucking didn't. I do not pass gas on purpose in front of my husband, ever, and I do not poop in front of my husband, and I get shit for it sometimes, (laughs) haha, no pun intended, but... People are like, oh, come on, you've been married, like, you can't be yourself, like, why is that a, con- is that controlling, like, what's going on, and uh, I think that it kind of keeps some mystery there, keeps me looking sexier. Now, unfortunately, because we are married, and we have spent so long, so much time together, that when I go to sleep, my body does involuntary things, and my husband He's like, yeah, I never say anything because I'm like, poor girl's been holding it in all day. (laughs) But anyways, I'll circle back. I tried this little fucking tip and let's just say it didn't work, okay? Uh, Yeah, it didn't work and thank God I tried it on my own time because I just felt testy. I was like, this doesn't feel right. Like this, 
I'm not sure if I'm doing it incorrectly, but if someone could DM me at Jordan Ray, J-O-R-D-Y-N-R-A-E 555 on Instagram and tell me if they've put wadded up toilet paper and tried to fart on it and it didn't make a sound because I don't think I'm either doing it right or it's just a big fucking lie. So let me know. Okay, so yeah, I don't, and I don't poop in front of my husband. And people are like, what? Like, no, and it's like, I will not poop. We could be in the bathroom. We have a separate toilet area from like the bathroom or it's in the bathroom, but a separate room. You know what I'm saying? And I will not, like, I will not go in there and poop while he is, I, I will wake up in the middle of the night and be like, I have a stomach pang. This isn't all the time. This is just sometimes. Like if I have the munchies at night and I eat too many snacks and I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, my tummy hurts. I am not fucking, I would go outside before I went. And that, that people are like, what? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I'd make him go outside. But I am not going to go. I don't even go to the bathroom across the hall. I go downstairs to the the bathroom downstairs because I just can't handle the pressure of poofing in front of someone who is going to hear me. No, I do not have explosive diarrhea, okay? I'm sure people are like, man, does she just take really loud dumps? Is this why? No, I just, it's just me. And you know what? I think my husband really, really appreciates it to be complete. I think I can, I don't want my husband to look at my asshole any differently than he does now, you know? So I'm going to keep this going and I, and I know it's possible. And my, honestly, the weirdest part is my body literally like does not let (laughs) gas out in front of people because it's like it clenches, like I've trained it. So I think you can actually train your body that when you're conscious, like not asleep, to keep those bad boys in. So yes, this was another controversial topic. I'm sure someone's going to send me an evil message about what I'm doing to my body, but I'm going to just have to pass and go with my gut on this one. (laughs) Okay. Speaking, since we're already on the poop farts topic, we should go ahead and just talk about queefing and anal sex in a little mini, a little mini bunny trail. We're going to go off here. Okay. So make sure, you know, when you're married and you get comfortable around your husband, you always just want to make sure that you're clean. People are like, no shit, Jordan. I just feel like I just want to say it for everybody. Just in case there's some people that are like, "Hmm, I need to think of that more. You always want to baby wipe yourself just just in case before the deed. And I know, have there been times just heat of the moment where it happens and no one got to baby wipe? Like, of course. But definitely, if you are going to have anal sex, you don't want an anal tragedy. And you need to clean that. You need to clean up in that. When you shower, like, don't just clean the outside, like, clean the inside. I know that sounds really weird, but someone's gonna go in there like whether it's with a finger or something I don't know why I felt this necessary to to discuss anal tragedies but also if you have to this this I know this is gross but I'm doing it because I care if you have to use the restroom or like it's any time gonna happen near in the future even if it's hours you know if it's 
going to happen within 24 hours. Don't do it until <laughs> until you go to the bathroom because it just won't go well. Like there have been times where Derek and I are having sex and like he'll go to that region and if I know that I could go to the bathroom within eight hours, I'm like, oh no, no, sorry, sir. Uh, you're going to have to wait. So unless you want to go to Safeway and get me an enema and wait a couple hours, then you can wait a couple hours regardless and wait till I go to the bathroom and we can try again. But that's not happening right now. And I'm doing this for you and me because at some point she's like, why, why aren't you letting me sometimes? But then other times I'm like, you need to put two and two together and realize if I'm letting you at a certain time and then randomly not at another time that there is a damn good reason. Probably just trust us men. If we push you away from something, we're just trying to spare you. Also, for men listening, if your wife, girlfriend, whatever queefs, reassure her, you know, that you don't give a fuck, because I don't think guys really do give a fuck. I think they're just fucking you and having fun, and, like, they know it happens, but I know as girls, like, I always feel like, okay, it's happened to everyone, so I'm just gonna be a big girl and talk about it, where, you know, you, you'll queef, and you'll be like, oh, that wasn't a fart, <laughs> and it's like, just saying the word fart, fart, fart during sex is just not it, you know, and then you're just there thinking about farts, so, and you already made the sound of one. So I think we skip that sentence altogether and we just be like, oh my gosh, there's air in my... I'm like, you shoved too much air in my pussy. I immediately blame them and be like, look what you did. <laughs> look what you did to me. Because they... I'm like, ow, that really hurt. <laughs> you know, do you ever do that, ladies? Or just manipulative Jordy right here. I don't know. But I just want the attention back on what you did wrong to me to create that horribly embarrassing sound. And I would say that I sound super manipulative, but the truth is it is their fucking fault, okay? Like when I queef, it's because I was put in a position that spread me very much open and then air was shoved into my vagina and then I was turned back over on my back and then you opened the seat and out came the noise. So it's your fault. Technically, at the end of the day, I was just doing exactly what you wanted. So don't say that has anything to do with my vagina, sir. Okay, little tip for the ladies. I've mentioned this in other in other episodes, but the 80-20 card, you know, what you are 80% like, I mean, what you're like, like what's your dominant personality, be that 80% of the time, and then 20% be like bipolar bitch, like be like the opposite of that. And this is not me saying don't be true to yourself, just be like a calmer version of yourself if you're anything like me. Uh, so, and also like acting different, (laughs) here's toxic tips 101, just acting different randomly, just being quieter for a day, much quieter, um, can make them be like, what the fuck is up? And sometimes I just want to hear that. Sometimes I want them to be like, what the fuck is up? And I'll be like, nothing, I'm fine. I just love you. And then whether they do anything or not, I'm sure they're in their head a little bit. So, you know, again, just being a little refreshing 
every now and then, a little firework, a little what the fuck's going on. And if you're really calm and chill all the fucking time, God bless you. I wish I was like you. Uh, but a couple of times, be be fucking crazy. Be be a lunatic. That'll probably turn them on. Get mad. Do something mean. I don't know. You could all say this is horrible advice and she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about or she's in a horrible relationship, but you try it. I want you to fucking try it and then tell me it doesn't work and then why and I will get back to you and I will say I am sorry I was wrong. But again, this is just personal experience sharing. So everyone has a story. Okay, here's a little less toxic and a good watering for your marriage tip, okay? Here's a normal one. Date nights, like intentional fucking date nights. Switch off, like guys need, I plan them way more than my husband and that's something that I'm like, hey, you need to fucking plan more dates. And you know, I think certain things come easier to others and he's an Aquarius. And if you know, you fucking know. But that's not a deal breaker for me because he's a willing lad. But date nights, date nights are important, especially if you have children. Because let's be honest, if you have toddlers, raise your hand if you have toddlers, okay? I feel you. Uh, It's like the least sexy thing in the world, parenting your toddlers. I don't know about you, but for me, that's how it feels. I have an 11-year-old stepson, and when they're older, it's definitely easier to find like time away intimacy wise or you don't have someone bombarding you and mom 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 you don't have that (laughs) but the mom 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 thing will drive you fucking crazy it's mind numbing actually so men have mercy on your wives that are fucking snack bitches all day and women try not to verbally abuse your husband because you're mad at your children okay Go on a date, have a spicy margarita, flirt, flash them your tits, and be you again, girlfriend. Be you. Leave the mom title at the doorstep and go out there and be your badass self. Not to sound sappy, even though it's kind of sappy. Just choosing you know, your spouse over and over. Choosing them and... I think that's where the what you reap is what you sow, karma, whatever you want to fucking call it, comes in. I'll be honest, uh, this period of time in my life, so when, I have to back up just to give a little backstory. So when the pandemic started like a year ago, uh, whatever you want to call it, my husband didn't have to stay home like everyone else's. He worked in the financial industry and they still operated. So, but I mean, my life changed as far as my schedule was thrown out the fucking door. Hudson, that's my son, and my routine was just completely blopped. And it was a big shift, but I had so many friends and people. Everyone I know had it different at their house, and they were all there together, and it was just so different. And I have a lot of people I know that got divorced last year or separated, or just, it's no buen. Well, Derek is now, my husband, is working from home now. And so it's like, after this ends, now he is working at home. And he wasn't, and didn't have to before. And now he does have to. It's weird. I mean, like, I totally appreciate the schedule 
of man going to work and, and having that time apart. And so it's definitely an adjustment, but I feel like it gives me so much gratitude for how blessed I am and gives me a lot of room to be appreciative of so many things that I did not fucking appreciate before. And so overall, I'm looking at it as something that's going to help me grow, something that's going to make us stronger, something that's really fucking hard sometimes and icky, but if you're in it to win it, uh, you can pull out the other side. And if you don't go be a piece of shit in the meantime, and you really, you know, you, you might feel a lot of pain, but you come out on the other side and you're, you come out stronger because that's what happens when you walk directly through a storm. You, you come out tougher, maybe a little more cynical. Uh, maybe not. Maybe you can scrap all the what it should look like and it be whatever you fucking want it to be. Take that how you will. I'll be honest and vulnerable and say sometimes I feel defeated. You know, sometimes I feel doubtful or I feel like I'm not doing something right or they're not doing something right or if only this, if only that. And being present and being grateful uh, really really are powerful tools because no matter how shitty you may feel or how bad a day may be, when you go to those places, that's that's how you climb out quick, man. That's how you climb out quick. I'll tell you something. I totally disagree with the cliche saying of don't ever go to bed angry. People like, I've heard that so many times. People are like, the one thing we never did is we didn't go to bed angry. And I can see like the cute side of it all and like how that's a feel-gooder. Uh, like, oh, we, we there's like a John Mayer song that's like, we're going to stay up all night and work this whole thing out. You know what song that is? But I, it's that's so romantic and juicy and I love it. And I get how that would make it seem like, look, we care so much. We're going to stay up all night and talk about it. Well, guess what? When you're fucking married, which John Mayer is not... <laughs> sometimes you need to fucking go to bed. Sometimes you need to go to bed and you're going to wake up and you're going to feel and think completely different. Maybe the day before you woke up really early and had a very exhausting, demanding day. And by the end of it, you were tapped, you were tired, you were irritable. Maybe you had a glass of wine and then you were over emotional. Like there, sometimes you need to go to bed and let momentum stop. And wake up and start fresh and talk about it or wait and talk about it later when you can have a private conversation if you have kids. But sometimes it doesn't always need to be like forced to resolve things. Sometimes it's good to let people process things and mull it over, if you will, and have an opportunity to see it from different sides, you know, to really mull it over and not just be forced to like find a resolution when you're really fucking irritated with the other person. Cause then it kind of feels fake and then it leaves room to get more angry or to shove it down, to internalize it, whatever. So I guess my piece of advice would be to, you don't have to take every fucking marriage tip that you hear. That's like what everyone says you should do. Like some, you need to do what works best for 
for you and your spouse in communicating and everybody's different, right? Everybody's different. So learning your partner and learning how to love them. Because doesn't at the end of everything, the end of it all, the root of it all be like where a lack of love was? Like you're mad about this, but oh, well, if they really love me, then they would, they would do that. Or that's what you know, that's the dialogue in our head. But really, you know, we are adults that were children before that are products of our environment. And then we grow up and we realize our parents were flawed human beings as well that probably, you know, for the most part did the best they could. They were doing the best they could at the time for the given circumstances. So maybe that's not everyone's story or a lot of people's story, but maybe that is a lot of people's story. Meaning, like, you don't blame them, but they, maybe it didn't go well. Maybe it went shitty. Maybe there were certain things that fucked you up. Or, you know, we all have childhood trauma in some sense, and, like, we're getting real emo over here. But I think a big do is if you can individually locate, identify, and know where maybe you didn't feel love as a child, or maybe you felt extremely loved, whatever perception you have of life based on your childhood experience, you should be able to identify that. I'm speaking Spanish. Google what I just said and go on a trip. I don't know. But being able to identify that and then going forward and knowing, am I having unrealistic expectations on my spouse? Am I taking this wound over here and projecting it onto my spouse? Mm, food for thought. Because I know for me, also, personally, I can start playing like a comparison game or like a, like, what is normal? Like, what is this supposed to be? And like, I'm all about, like, I don't want to be mediocre. I don't have to have it mediocre. I can have it better than mediocre. And I believe that for everything. And so I am insatiable a bit, if you will. And if I compare, especially with social media, which I don't even allow myself to do because I know the reality that it's all bullshit, but on social media, it's like, ugh, all the curated happy family family accounts that are like, God, you, I can't even, I would love to be a fly on the wall in a day in their life working together 24-7. Couldn't do it, wouldn't want to do it. God bless you if you could do it. Playing the comparison game is just shitty. Like, I'll get on Google and, like, I want to look up statistics. Like, is this normal? Is this normal? Like, what the fuck is that? There is no fucking normal. Typical Libra can't even take her own fucking advice. There is no... What the fuck is normal? Like, what's the gauge, the metric for that? And no thank you. But I guess it's because... I want to know if something is thriving and healthy and like, oh, is this, is this normal? Because sometimes when, that's why therapy is such a beautiful thing because then you can get outside perspective, great fucking advice. And it, you, you have to find your fit of a therapist. You don't just like find one. Sometimes that doesn't work right away. Sometimes it takes some trial and error. But instead of Google, you have a sounding board and a reminder because they work with other couples too. Like just sometimes hearing the, oh yeah, I've discussed this with lots of other couples can be like a, 
okay, I'm not, I don't need to go to an insane asylum, you know? So therapy's good. We're pro-therapy over here. Okay, that's all I got because what the fuck do I know? Uh, but yeah, that's what's working for us now. That's just the thoughts that I've gathered on this topic of what I think other people could benefit from uh, or not. But let me know. And speaking of let me know, I'm in a phase of where do I want this podcast to go? What do I want to do with it? How do I want to do it? What are my goals? And my goal currently is to become more connected with the community of listeners here, whoever's listening. If you like it, if it's a hate listen for Christ's sake, I want to know what you would like to hear. I want to know if you would ever be willing to hear premium content, if that was something that even interested you, premium content, meaning bonus material, meaning everything would stay the same. So if you don't want to sign up for premium content, you don't fucking have to. And if you do, I, I want to hear and know that that is something that listeners are interested in. My main goal right now is to just get to know y'all more. Things you like, what you don't like. I'm thick-skinned. I can handle constructive criticism. Help make me better. So my hand, I said my handle earlier when I asked if you want to tell me if you can fart through toilet paper. But here it is again. It's at Jordan with a Y, J-O-R-D-Y-N, Ray, R-A-E, 555. There was previously a Horny Housewife podcast Instagram that was disabled. Bum, bum, bum. I don't know if by the word horny, I don't know if a hater was reporting it. Pretty, it was a pretty small page, pretty small. So I don't know how something got flagged or whatever it may be. Maybe just the word horny, but I don't know. It was strange. So I think that was the universe telling me to stay where I'm at. They can come on over to my personal page and I can talk to you there. I talked to most on TikTok, actually, uh, but I wish I was talking to them more on Instagram because I feel like it's more personal. People on TikTok, so many of them hide behind, like there's no avatar, but hey, that's a great place to submit an anonymous question because can't you just like make a fucking TikTok? I don't know. Anonymous questions, welcome. I will never read a question and say your name even if you asked me to, most likely. So, and if you like the show please leave me five stars. That helps so, so, so fucking much. If you like it and you're like, mm, it's not five stars though, give me four. If under four, mm, skip and just keep your, keep your feelings to yourself. <laughs> but four or five, hit me up. Um, leave a review. If you're an Apple listener, you can hit that little subscribe button. I think you can, you follow on Spotify. I listen on Apple. But okay, that was my thirsty sesh. So before we go... We are going to share some feedback we got on the Tikitoka about what people do to keep the vibe sexy in their marriage. Here's some answers I got. Swinging. Bringing in a third person. Doing the dishes. And if it's a Friday night, the vacuum too. Shibari. Don't know what that fucking means. Flashing. Okay. Dressing up. Okay. 
cheat. Okay, go fuck yourself. Blowies. Okay, we're here for it. Go out for dinner and cocktails. Bring home a lovely stranger home. Okay, for all the threesome people, go to my last episode. Okay, send D pics to her from the bedroom while she's downstairs. <laughs> send the D pics. Um, so to who wrote that? I don't know if that's going to go really well for you. I think it should be the ladies sending a nasty pic while their husband's in the home. Not just like, I mean, yes, boobs will always work, just boobs it. But maybe even surprise them and do something kind of like weird. And if you want to know what I mean by weird, then that would fall under that premium content category. Basically, you could ask me for feet pics on there and I would be like, here's a collage of my feet. And you'll never know if I'm kidding unless you go with us. Uh, okay, dirty talk. That was the last one, dirty talk. Last thing, we have a listener question that was submitted on Tiki Talkie. Here we go. Married, 21 years. Wife has little to no drive. We discussed it every which way imaginable. I have had, in quote, had in parentheses, a high drive. We spoke the other day and I decided to take intimacy out and forget it. I was polite, but I'm a realistic person. The stress, hope, disappointment for both of us is just too much to deal with anymore. I now have taken to telling myself that I wouldn't want to have intimacy with me either as a way of defending myself. I already have lowest self-esteem and this just finalized it. Absolutely no idea what to do. I have two kids and really don't want to go through a divorce. So it's easier to just accept this and wait for death. I just turned 50 and we have been together for 23 years. Wow. Well, 23 years is a long time, so I don't I don't know how you feel in regards to that. Um just answering the question and thinking, the first thing that popped into my head is that I have two kids and really don't want to go through a divorce. And I know that sounds like ter- I so many people like and I get it. I get it. I do get it. Because you just like would do anything to keep the family unit because, you know, how we grew up as millennials and before that was like that that is the best thing for a child to grow up in a happy, healthy home. Like that's how they'll turn out the best. And I can see that side of that. Like that's that's what they'll thrive in. Then they'll have an understanding of what commitment looks like. I agree. But a lot of those home situations, which you, you see a lot more people divorced, getting married later in life. Sometimes it hurts your kids. Sometimes your marriage teaches your kids that you end up settling and you just stay no matter fucking what. And... I, you know, you either grow apart or grow together. And so I think it's the responsibility of the married couple to keep choosing each other and water each other. And if you don't, it's going to become this stale old, like, wait till death. Like, okay, then I guess that definitely means you're going to start cheating on each other. Like, it's just going to be all messy. And what you're showing your kids is way worse than I think than just putting your big boy pants on and getting a fucking divorce and so that they can see mommy and daddy go try to have happiness elsewhere that they thought being happy was also important for being a good parent 
And wearing your big boy pants, like being an adult about it means being an adult about it. So if you're going to make it toxic as fuck and it would be toxic with y'all together, toxic with you not together, it's like, what's the lesser of two evils? Like if you're going to protect your kids, fucking protect your kids. But at some point, they're going to know that you fucking faked it. They're going to know whether it's when they're in fucking high school, when they fucking leave your house or in their fucking marriage one day, they will fucking know that you faked it. And then it's going to leave this impression of like what they expect from relationships and what that looks like. So all in all, sounds kind of lazy. So, and then the like, okay, well, we don't do it. I don't, I'm kind of confused about the first part where we spoke the other day and I decided to take intimacy out. Well, it's like you, you get what you give. So if you're not going to try to give or like come from a place of love, you cannot expect her to come from a place of love because now you're just not on the frequency of love anymore. So bummer, bummer ruski, and we're sending you good vibes. Uh, but yeah, things to think about. Okay, well, that is all for today's episode. That was fun. Uh, we got some really cool episodes coming on Thursday. We're recording the episode I've teased. My friend's coming to tell you her cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater story. And she's uh, that's her new man now. She's getting married to him. So she's going to tell her story. She's really fucking funny, too. And then next week, I'm having an interview with a lovely girl who likes to pig. So we have some fun-filled Mondays coming up ahead, horny people. If you're horny and you like some stories, we got two good story times coming up. Until next time. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.